Like cancel culture. Yeah. Oh, that. Basically, um, I actually, wait, this all was spawned because Mike Babcock, the coach of the Toronto Maple Leafs, who is no longer the coach, got fired. And then it came out that about some of the things that he subjected (sighs) the players to, for example, Mitch Marner, um, I guess when he was like a rookie on the team, uh, Mike Babcock made him rate all the players on the team on like the hardest working to the least hardest working. And then he showed that to the whole team, and then it spawned this whole, like, discussion, and then, like, (laughs) hockey coaches getting cancelled, but then there was, like, that article. Sonia, what was it on? So this article is by a different podcaster, actually, Mm -hmm. Uh, and uh, so she talks a little bit about that, and then she talks about the Don Cherry situation, and then she talks about hockey being part of Canadian identity, of course. Um, So I think that she takes issue with the fact that hockey is considered Canadian Um, here Mm -hmm. she says sure there are female and non-white players but they are the exception rather than the rule Um, she talks about how hockey can be exclusionary um, and then she touches on how it's expensive so I guess in that sense I don't know if if it's part of your identity and you can't afford it you might feel excluded I'm not sure so I've never I was never a hockey player so I don't care. <laughs> I don't give a shit when people are like hockey's exclusive. I'm like whatever. But doesn't like, that like like lend to the fact that you don't feel excluded even though you don't play hockey? Like yeah, yeah, hundred percent. I find that that's like such an overreaction to something. And you, hockey's you can say like that about so anything. Every like most people in Canada like <clears throat> hockey. That's why it's like a Canadian <clears throat> thing. And like it's it's specific to Canada. As opposed to, like, basketball, which is really big in the States, so that can't be our identity, even though Canada invented basketball, I'm pretty sure. Yeah, no, I agree. Like, my parents are immigrants, and so they didn't, like, like, buy me hockey gear, but, like, yeah, I'm not sure what the, the, the argument is there. Like, should we, is she suggesting that we all collectively decide to not think about hockey as our national sport like <laughs> yeah, what is that <laughs> who is that going to benefit yeah and i find like all of that seems to apply to all like that's more of sports culture in general yeah i'm, I'm sure they have similar issues with football in the states and basketball worse. in the states hockey worse well, a lot worse mm-hmm. and hockey just happens to be the sport we most talk about it's mm-hmm. not hockey culture that's sports culture, mm-hmm. and that's kind of any, like, in-group culture. Yeah, you get a it's bunch like of hot-headed, hot-headed guys yeah. who are young, who make a lot of money, who like to party, who yeah. get a lot of attention. Some of them are going to be douchebags. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. I'm not Probably sh- the majority of them. <laughs> also, okay, hockey is so expensive, but I feel like, in general, having a hobby is expensive yeah, in the sense like you choose to do and having i was thinking about it the other day is like when you have a hobby it's when you have time to also do that do you know what i mean yeah, so like you you're able to like time. yeah when you have leisure time and when you have the money to afford it when you actually want to get like passionate about something like even like music and stuff yeah. and music lessons like the whole like having a, a hobby idea is for people who have the time who aren't like constantly having to work yeah. to like make ends meet yeah, basically, it's true of anything. And, yeah. I mean, I just... I don't even agree, because, like, I don't know, you you can play road hockey, you borrow, like, your friend's sticks, mm-hmm. and, like, you, you play. Yeah. Like, it's not any more expensive than owning a car, or, like... Yeah, hockey equipment's expensive, sort mm-hmm. of. But I know, like, with kids in dance and stuff, that's, like, an ex- like 
crazy expensive. It's just not as popular in culture. So they're, Mm -hmm. like, drawing attention to hockey. And, like, should we really be discouraging something that's healthy to some extent, too? Like, I feel like there's other battles to be... Definitely. It's interesting. I was actually wondering when this was going to kind of happen because it seems like Mm -hmm. everything's sort of being like put under the spotlight. And uh, I was wondering why, because like hockey, oh, a lot of white men, like Mm -hmm. (laughs) we got to do something about it. So I I, I kind of had a feeling that they would sort of uh, try to to, to say something about it. Mm -hmm. Um, And I guess with all the stuff that's been happening now. This was like time. this was like when there was that horrible I can't I'm I literally I cannot remember where it was but it was like that school bus of Humboldt, Humboldt. Yeah yeah and then like when they got in that accident and like how many of them died and then like some people like went off on Twitter being like wow like well all these kids were like white and privileged and it's like yes but this was a tragedy <laughs> not the time not yeah. the time I and like they're kids give them, leave them alone Jesus but it was Christ. just like SJWs like also like criticize them. politicians like mm-hmm. sure they're yeah. evil white men sure whatever but kids like they have no power they're they're not the enemy no and it reminds me of a, a, the, another reason why I was thinking I was wondering when they were going to come for this was because there was a research coming out of Oise, you know, in Toronto, mm-hmm. and it was this big paper about the outdoors and Canadian outdoors and how they're exclusionary, and you know, you, you don't see oh, people I of read color about that too. <laughs> you don't see people of color in the outdoors, mm-hmm. and it's like it's the fucking outdoors. Well. You just go out, yeah. Yeah. like it's it's not. There is no concerted like white like effort to exclude. Like yeah. that's not how it works. If there are fewer people of color going on hikes, then yeah, maybe they uh, prefer to live in the inner city, or maybe it is a class issue and they can't afford a car to drive there. But that has nothing to do with, like, an exclusionary practice. Yeah, and I, what would you have people do differently? Like, well, let's all God. stop going outdoors. <laughs> or it's like, you invite more, like, it's just... Well, like, well, a lot of those arguments, it's like, what would you have us do about that? Yeah. Like, I don't know. Like, people- Guys, Justin Trudeau came out with that, like, credit for lower-income families, you know? Where he'd give them $2,000 to go camping. So, I mean, we can thank oh, him God. for really Did helping open Did he actually do his- that? Yeah, that was one of his campaign promises. Specifically camping? Yeah, like to maybe give you read that report. <laughs> yeah. That's what they come out yeah. with. Like, I know what to do. Justin Trudeau literally like randomly showed up in Sudbury like two months ago to promote that at like one of the provincial parks. Oh my god! And no one knew he was coming. He didn't tell anyone. No, because his you guys didn't see those promotional photos of him like canoeing. No. Oh, oh god, they were good. What a, what a hunk in a canoe. What do you think about Justin Trudeau? I find his face scary. Me too. Really? Because everyone thinks he's so handsome. I know. I feel like he's just, like, relatively handsome. No. Because like, he's, like, younger, yeah. and he has hair, and he's, mm-hmm. like, in shape. But I'm, like, I the wouldn't, like, see him. I wouldn't see him on the street and be, like, yeah. Like, yeah. he's just better looking than, like, the Stephen Harpers. Yeah, he's world. hot for a politician, yeah. basically. Yeah, I've never really got the whole thing with Justin Trudeau. Yes, he's, he's handsome, I guess. He's not a bad-looking person, and he just doesn't do it for me, personally. Did you guys see the video of him, like, jumping? <laughs> so you would swipe left on Justin Trudeau? Sorry, what were you saying? Did you see the video of him, like, jumping down the stairs? He's, like, 20 or something, and he, like, throws himself down a flight of stairs. I think he's, like, drunk or something. Is he in blackface? It's super funny. <laughs> no. But people um, use it as, like, do you want this guy leading your co- country? He's, like, clearly, like, a college student. And I'm like, yeah, sure, that's fucking that's hilarious. Yeah. Is he drunk, or is he imitating what, what Pierre Trudeau used to do as a party trick? He used to go to parties and then 
fall down a flight of stairs and then get up like a, the Willy Wonka thing and be like, haha, that was like a Pierre Trudeau yeah, like, thing. Oh. So maybe he's just imitating that as a joke. I just don't know. some physical comedy from our PM. Yeah, it's yeah. funny. Like, that's something Lukash would do. Like, yeah. from himself. <laughs> <laughs> that being said, I don't want Lukash to lead the country. Oh. It's true, though. Everything they criticize him for is like the good thing about him. Mm-hmm. Same with Trump. Like, whenever they're like, eh, look at what he tweeted. I'm like, who cares? Like, there's like far worse yeah. things. Like, when I'm doing, having a really bad day, really I go on his Twitter. <laughs> yeah, I wish Trudeau was as good at Twitter as Trump is. Can we read some of Trudeau's new ministries? Because they're really... Like, he has, like, a ministry for middle-class prosperity or some shit oh, like he's, that. Oh, he created new cabinets? Like, yeah, like, new yeah, Portfolios, new I guess yeah. they would be called? Yeah. That sounds a little, like, Orwellian. Yeah. Minister of middle-class yeah. prosperity? Middle-class prosperity. Anyway, it's all stupid because... It doesn't really matter, and it doesn't really matter who's the cabinet minister. Why do, whatever doesn't matter. It doesn't matter. I mean, like, because, I mean, for <laughs> a lot of the cabinet, I mean, some of them, like, for example, provincially, like, we have, like, the minister of municipal affairs and housing, and, like, he was the mayor of Ottawa, and, like, he has all this background and, like, knowledge on actual municipal issues and stuff, but so many of the times it's just, like, a random fucking, like, well, provincially, like, an MPP who just gets put into this, like, mm. position. For the optics? Yeah. I mean, although, and then, okay, but, like, even for Ontario, like, the Attorney General, he was a lawyer and stuff like that, but then, like, the other half of them, there really is no relevant background or experience, and I really don't even see that they, like, have a passion for that. It's just, like, optics, image, they're likable, they'll follow along what the, like, their mandate is and not, like, create any issues. Yeah, that's the only thing that's better about the American system is that they, like, uh, rebel, I guess, against their own party more, whereas in Mm -hmm. Canada it's really, you have to kind of stick to the party line more, which could be good if the party's good, I guess, but, I mean, it's just, like, almost what is even the point It's just, like, a, like, high school popularity contest here, I feel, and, like, they won't go against one another. They're also catty and stuff. Uh, It literally is, like, high school. Yeah. The next uh, trending topic is Order of Canada. And why? Okay. Do you know what the Order of Canada is? No. Well, <laughs> <laughs> I think the Order is of that Canada a is an honor. No, no, no. It's like a award that you give to a great Canadian. Okay, I'm oh. assuming someone got it then. Another year, another dump truck full of Order of Canada appointments that completely devalues the worthy recipients. I'm sorry, this country does not produce 120 people who deserve our nation's highest honor every year. That is a lot of people. What are some examples of the people who won it this year? Yeah, let's see. Former Prime Minister Stephen Harper, Director James Cameron. He's Canadian? I didn't know that. I didn't know that either. I guess so. Um, (laughs) Let's find out. Maybe you don't even have to be Canadian to receive this stupid award. That'd be very funny. (laughs) (laughs) They just give it to people they like? (laughs) Wait, who decides this? Like, who's the committee? Just Justin Trudeau. (laughs) It's only him. Uh, Because James Cameron invested in an organic pea processing plant in Vanscroy, a village southwest of Saskatoon. Okay. So, I can't believe that's worth a fucking award. That's stupid. That's it. This makes, like, reading this makes less sense than I did walking in with my, like, the Order of Canada is a Canadian national order and the second highest honor for merit in the system of orders, decorations, and medals of Canada after the Order of Merit. Yeah, okay, so. Yeah, what's that? The Canadian monarch, Queen Elizabeth II, is sovereign of the order, and the serving governor general, who's Julie Payette, is its chancellor, and principal camp. 
companion and then administers the order on behalf of the sovereign. And so then there's appointees to the order that are recommended by an advisory board. I don't get it. Do they get, like, money? Or, like, what's the... I guess it's just, like, a... I think it's just a classist weird thing to do. This is so Canadian, though. Like, invest in Saskatchewan pea processing plant. Like, Like, people in America probably get awards for, like, I don't know. Something better than that. Are they all, like, wealthy people? Uh, not necessarily. Michelle it's, pro- it's, it's probably just, like, a thing to, like, promote, like, patriotism. Like, it's just, like, a th- yeah. like silly, yeah. like, little mm. thing. Michelle Lansberg has an Order of Canada. Mm. You could put it on your title, like, Ainsley Ross, Order of Canada. Imagine. It's my fucking goal now. Invest in that pea If this podcast is good enough, there's lots of spots open every year. Yeah. <laughs> so, like, I feel like we might get one. Right, who amongst us knows the most about the Toronto cereal shitter? <sighs> Are you looking at me just because the story involves feces? I would know the most about it. Absolutely. Well, I mean, it's pretty basic. This guy just literally filled giant tubs with poo (laughs) and just flung them at people on the streets in Toronto and on, like, university campuses. What's the plural of campuses? Campusai. Campusai. <laughs> Nailed it. Definitely it. Jenna, didn't isn't that your like area? Like um, you, yeah, you, you could have easily. Been... I could have been a target, but okay. Here's the thing. So I was talking to my one coworker who's Asian, and she was like, they were all like Asian victims. Like there, there were five of them, and they were all oh. Asian. But then, like it was completely overlooked in the story. And like I remember, I was at I work, and we have CP twenty four up at work, and like they mentioned it for a second, being like, "But we'll get more to come on that." And then there was nothing else. And then as I was like, Sonia was like, "We need to talk about the CEO shitter or whatever." I was like looking up things, and there was like no mention of that whatsoever. But I mean, I don't know Could if it was racialized or not. Yeah, but, but like I feel like that would be def like if it was all like. Indian people or something that would a hundred percent come up. I guess the only thing that they said. <laughs> yeah, probably. Or if I mean, maybe trans. I don't know. Depends on yeah, or if they were all can... trans people, yeah, it'd be like vicious yeah. attack on the trans community yeah. in Toronto. But the only thing that was said was like on CP24, they said um, that they had like a chief detective or whatever, and he said, "Well, like you know, they were from different parts of Asia. There were Eastern and like Western hmm. Asians." It just ruins so, the Asian theory. Yeah. But, like... But it's also, like... If you, were, <laughs> <laughs> if you were a man with a pile of shit in a bucket, like, I don't know. It just doesn't seem like a weapon you would use for a target yeah, attack. Yeah, for a hate crime? <laughs> yeah. Like, well, but what do you mean? What's his personality? What else like? could it be? Of I would course love it was to know. on purpose. Well, here's I know, thing. but was it, like... It, do- it doesn't seem like a hate crime type. It doesn't. Motive. That's the thing or about no it. Motive, like method. I, guess. I don't really? think that's hate crime. It's like and it's like you're publicly like you're humiliating someone, true. and it's like this like visceral. I was thinking like, of it as funny. Me too. <laughs> like it's like a prank. Before they caught the guy too, it's like they were obviously gathering evidence because this is a horrendous crime. So it's like, was there someone who was like testing the poo? Yeah, no, for sure. Mm. Like that's so. So they knew sad. it was from the same person. Yeah, because they would have to determine that, right? No, but was here, it all his, no, but like, and is there an expert? And can we call them? <laughs> like, I want to know who it is. I also was very intrigued by this because 
in all the articles, they were like, oh, is it like human feces? Is it animal feces? Right. And like they said that they, it was getting tested and there, there's been no follow up to date. And I'm so curious, but they just keep mentioning it was a Home Depot bucket. Yeah, and that was it. it was but like I want to know, big like paint. And if it was things. his, like, can he actually poo that much in between attacks? Like, if they were was buckets of feces, up? did he mix it oh. with anything else too? It, like, <laughs> we gotta ask these questions, ladies. Yeah. <laughs> Ryan said it was bioterrorism. <laughs> it oh my is. God, it is. I agree with that. The forensic teams are analyzing the contents of one of the buckets to determine if it does contain feces. <laughs> Wait, this is calling him the mad pooper. <laughs> Pee pee poo poo man. I would have hid, like, I would have not left my house. Like, who actually knows who this guy is? Like, I want more information on, like, him. He's young. Like, he's too young to be crazy. And he's a student, right? I don't know. I think he's a student of U of T. Maybe it's, like, an art wow, project. Wow, can you imagine? I mean... Bioterrorism art. <laughs> Can you grapple with that? I cannot, personally. But he just, I don't know, like, I just, I kind of admire him. I know. It's, so, it's just so He got us all talking. Weird. Yeah. yeah. It's just also, like, very funny. I know it wouldn't be funny if it happened yeah. to me. I know that. But it's very funny. It would be happy, funny if it happened to Jen. Oh, my God. <laughs> all it, in her hair. Like, it would happen to I know it would happen like, to me. I know. Like, I he looks happy in the surveillance footage. He's yeah. always so happy. <laughs> what about Vice covered the story, too? Well, it was a huge story. I, w- I read that whole Vice article, too, and it was just, like, a history of all different bioterrorism attacks. Like stepping back to the bubonic plague. Oh my god! I really have a list of all. Yeah, there there have been so many because they're also it was used in like war, like putting feces in other people's wounds and stuff immediately, and they would like shoot something that would like have it in it so that like it would immediately be infected. Oh, I was watching Shameless yesterday, like an old episode. Then rewatching it, and they're like making a shank, and Debbie's like, "You're supposed to put." shit on it so mm-hmm. that it gets infected when you stab mm-hmm. wow there's also like the whole thing where they like apparently put smallpox in the hudson's bay blankets that they gave to indigenous communities yeah that's not shit related well no but it's Stick to the subject to stay oh. on topic. <laughs> <laughs> all right tell me what you think suppose you're you're on twitter and you see this government canada health tweet tell me what you think about this jack and jill did the deed but they forgot something they need should have wrapped it up oh my now both have an sti hashtag random acts of poetry day hashtag oh, burn the government down i mean like That's i don't terrible. even hate it like i hate it so much it's stupid but it's like meant to be stupid but i just also don't understand it I like just, they like, forgot a condom my favorite. But one of them already had an STI in order for them both to have an... Because you know what and I now mean? Now both have an now STI. Now both have an STI. It's like one of them already did. And then now without both. without telling their partner that they have an STI and then fucking them, that's non-consent. Like, that's rape. Like, I'm not even thinking like about, like... super deep into it. Yeah, I'm not like, thinking of the intricacies. I'm thinking about all these fucking bureaucrats sitting around yeah. the table being yeah. like, all right, guys, we need a couple more syllables. What rhymes with this? And, like, the amount... I'm not... Like, when you have to... When you, it's like government messaging, it goes through like so many people mm-hmm. and has to be approved 
by like 10 different people. So I'm just like, it makes me very happy to know that this yeah, was like this got put on someone's desk and they're like, yes, 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 this is great stuff. Whoa, I didn't even read this into it. So one of the issues with this, because this caused a shit storm apparently on Twitter, people were pissed off. Um, and it brought down the wrath of Twitter readers and even the Privy Council office. Um, incest. So Jack and Jill are brother oh, and sisters. So that that uh, disturbed people, I guess. Whatever, maybe that happens. Yeah, it doesn't change with how STIs work, right? Yeah. I don't get it. So, like, we have to now, or sorry, I shouldn't say it, but like, we have to include all like sexualities and like whatever in like it's not a good situation. Yeah, it's like an STI situation. Yeah. <laughs> like, yeah. Do you want to be included in that? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's right. I'm not included in the sexually transmitted infection yeah. story. What yeah. the fuck? Yeah. <laughs> Um, yeah, so there's this tweet. So, dot, dot, dot. Jack and Jill shouldn't really be having sex with each other as they are siblings. In a nursery rhyme. I think of them as children. Yeah. So maybe, in brackets, hear me out, pick another fictional couple. Barf. Like, oh shut the fuck up. Well, maybe <laughs> a better fictional couple. Picture that person couple. being, like, mic drop. Like, <laughs> Send tweet. Yeah. What I want to know is... Whoever it was, Jack or Jill, did they know they had an, have, had an STI? They might not have. They boned. They might not have. Most of the time, men don't, don't get know. symptoms, so. Yeah. I wouldn't just say. I know, but I still want to know yeah. if they knew or not. What would be a better fictional couple? I w- someone should have been like, what is your what, alternative? Yeah, what's like the what alternative? You said. I'd like that girl to follow up. Yeah. Let's come up with Guys, something. choose. Choose, <laughs> choose I don't even a know fictional you, couple. You probably want Jack and Jill so like generic. I feel like it's actually good. It's just like these like it could names. be anyone. Whereas mm. if you did like Beauty and the Beast, you know their backstory. Yeah, what's the original nursery rhyme too? Like the Jack and Jill nursery rhyme. Does it ever state that the they're hill. brother to and fetch sister? A pail of water. Jack, Jack fell down and broke his crown and. Jill Jill came tumbling tumbling after, after, but does it ever say? Like, is there a long version? Mm. Yeah, it was already sexual. I'm pretty sure there used to be, like, naughty rhymes about that specific one. Do you guys remember that? Yeah, I remember. It would be, like, like specifically that one. Yeah. So they probably, like, were just... This this gets at exactly what you were talking about, Jenna, about the whole process. Mm-hmm. So they talk about how the communications staff at Health Canada submitted a draft for Jack and Jill, but there were second thoughts among those tasked with approving it. They were stuck on the final line. Now Jill has an STI. So they said the main concern is that infers only Jill got an STI when both would have an STI, one staffer wrote. And it's also not inclusive by using a heterosexual couple. (laughs) However, if we use gender neutral names, we will lose the catchy reference to a nursery rhyme. I mean, this is just like bureaucracy... The he was like Humpty Dumpty in the wall. The original like, poem, is that better? The original poem doesn't mention at all that they're brother and sister. So I don't understand where that whole <laughs> sibling thing is coming from. Fact checked. Like literally the in second verse is just up Jack got and home did trot as fast as he could caper to old Dame Dob who patched his knob with vinegar and brown paper. And that's the end. There's no mention of them being siblings at all. Like maybe it's because they're both going up the hill to get water together. You would assume that they're coming from the same house. But who fucking knows? Like Jack could have just been walking by and was like, "Oh, I'll help you out," you know. Like, are you like also by if they? Oh, I guess it's like a story of how Jane meets her boyfriend. Hey, Jack could be a girl. That's what I'm just saying. Like, aren't and then you just in, came up yeah, to there in like a water? water. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Actually, but I think it says he and she. I guess. Uh, but they forgot something they need. It doesn't actually say whether they're female or male. So, and technically, like some people don't like carry, like don't have. 
like, because I've been researching herpes recently. Not that I have it. But, <laughs> <laughs> but like, some people, like, are only carriers of herpes and will never get a cold sore or get an outbreak, mm-hmm. yeah. but they can transmit it. Mm-hmm. So, like, that could happen. Yeah. Jack didn't get these symptoms. Honestly, look, we're, I learned something about SCIs, so this tweet really did its job. Yeah, I like it. It's gotten us talking about mm-hmm. incest and <laughs> condoms. Maybe we should be talking exactly about Exactly the intent. <laughs> I don't know. I, yeah, I don't know how I feel about government officials, like, sitting there thinking about shit like this and, like, having a, a system for approving tweets. It just feels so wrong. Yeah. It's very sad. When you used to write tweets for the government, did no. you have to... No, I don't think it... No. I would just get to do it, like, however I wanted, but it was one... We were putting out, like, an Awareness Day video or something. You know, like, fetal alcohol syndrome mm-hmm. disorder, whatever, like, fazzy stuff. There's, like, so many, like, pre-approved things for that. But when it was something like, oh, like, so happy to visit here, it was nothing. But... I am, like, it's very all... entertained by that tweet, though. Not even the tweet itself, just, like, everyone's reactions to it. Mm-hmm. It's not inclusive. This is incest. <laughs> <laughs> that one, I was like, whoa, I didn't even think yeah, of that, you dirty fucking... Reach, yeah. 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 And you, you thinking and that like, is wrong. Whatever, like, <laughs> like, that's incest. People should also use condoms. I yeah. Don't <laughs> like, I don't know. Yeah, like, it's so very true. They're the ones being exclusionary. Yeah. yeah. Wait, what yeah. other poems were shared on this hashtag day? It's too late. I already closed the link. Okay. So I got really obsessed once I took my medical leave because I'm disabled <laughs> about being like a bunny rabbit or what do you call it? What guinea do they call it? A guinea pig. A bunny <laughs> rabbit. <laughs> I'm being a guinea pig. So I was like looking up different clinical like trials, trials. that I'm eligible for. And one was for CAMH. And then I ended up, like, talking to this woman on the phone, and then I realized I was lying in half her questions, and then I was like, uh, and she was asking, like, were we lying about? like, if I was on any medication. Why'd you lie? I don't know, I was freaking out. <laughs> and then, and then, at the, and then at the end, she was like, yeah, so you'll be coming in for three hours, so we're gonna take, like, urine samples and, like, hair samples so we can, like, see, test for any, like, drugs and whatever, and then I don't actually know if, like, the drug, like, the SSRIs that I take would show up in that... And then I was like, okay, great, thanks. And then I hung up. And then I was like, Ryan, I just lied. Like, do I tell her I really want this money? And he's like, well, they'll probably find out. So then I emailed her back and I was like, hey, I misunderstood your question. I am on medication. Sometimes like Xanax and this and this. And then she emailed me back being like, then you are ineligible for the study. Thank you. She's probably, thanks for wasting my time, bitch. Or maybe she's like, we don't want a liar. That is so funny. You should have to ask about it. Like, you literally chose to try and be a part of this thing and then lied about it. I know. Even though you knew they would figure it out. No, I didn't know. Sometimes I just say shit, though, and I don't know why I said it. (laughs) And then I'm like, it's way too late to, like, correct. That's like when my roommate asked me if I had ever had chicken pox. Yeah. yeah. And I was like, no. And I was like, wait, you have shingles. Yes, I had chicken pox. I um, I still can't believe she has shingles. I have a story from when I was, like, at rehab where I got, like, oh, no, I have, like, a, I have a funny caught in a lie story. I think I've told you guys this, but... So I was in, like, treat, rehab, whatever, I don't care. So on Sundays, we had visitors, or you could leave after your first week for, like, this four-hour period, and my hockey games happened to fall in that zone, so I'd go to my hockey game, like, fully, like, in rehab, and this, like, woman who's, like, a busy body would, like, keep, like, asking 
where I had been because I wasn't like answering the emails and I like tried to brush it off like and then I was like I was out of the province like it just came out of my mouth <laughs> and you think she would like acknowledge that I like wasn't interested in discussing it further and then she was <laughs> I was like I can't come to the next game and she was or I couldn't come to the last game she was like why and I was like my grandpa because <laughs> kept asking more questions and then he's like which like side of the family so I just kept lying and like I'm like what is happening like why is she like I clearly don't want to talk about this so then I scored a goal in this game and she starts yelling from the stands for your grandma <laughs> and then I like ran up to get changed because my mom was there I was scared she was gonna like go up to my mom and be like I'm so sorry about you I don't know it's so fucking funny for your grandma like what this is how it happens in sitcoms i was in like a web of lies yeah, yeah. and like she sent an email to the team being like our sympathies and stuff oh i was like God. stay the fuck out of it yeah. like i didn't want to be asked questions i was purposely being like evasive like you oh think you would God. like pick up on that that Anyways. is that would that's a noble slay. line I know. and also yeah when in doubt you go for the grandparents right? yeah i know that's what i'd always do to like get out of work <laughs> Over. You should have just been like, oh, I had diarrhea. That shuts people up really quickly. Mm. Why weren't you there? I had diarrhea. Okay. This woman would, like, follow up questions. What kind of like, diarrhea? Yeah, she would. She'd be like, oh, and, like, for, like, five weeks after, Was she would, like, ask me how you were doing. I've never met someone so, like, nosy. Yeah, if you're gonna That's be like weird. that, expect to be lied to. Mm-hmm. Yeah. She's probably lied to all the time. I want to talk about Shark Tank, man. Did you guys watch the video of him? Which one? Oh, I thought there was just one. So hit, t- take it from the beginning, because I actually right. I barely I know, know like about, this. about this. Um, <laughs> however long ago this man, I think got... it was twenty seventeen. Really? It was that long ago? I think so. Oh, okay, because he's was... been in the court system for like right. a while now. He was very intoxicated, was and then there was footage of him and someone else entering Ripley's Aquarium in Toronto at like ten thirty at night, and then he stripped down and jumped in the Shark Tank. Like, bare-ass naked, bare naked jumped into the shark tank. I guess there were children and families around, um, mm-hmm. stayed in there for quite some time, and then he got out, and if you watch the video, it's very exciting, he does a, like, a backwards arch, jump wow. back in for like a final finale. Mm-hmm. Um, and then, yeah, so he was in court for a while, and then I guess he just got released, but then Ainsley, what is it? It's like... He's on probation for 10 months. He has to go to counseling. Yeah, because apparently he was wasted when it happened. Yeah. And I guess, like, they're saying that he was he had gone to counseling in the past because, um, it, it, like, I was reading the article and I was like, this is fucking hilarious. And it took a dark turn. It said that his brother murdered his mom when he was 15. Mm-hmm. So he was trying to get over that. Oh, um, so it's actually there, serious. I thought well, that was just some bullshit. Isn't there something else that he did too? Like that night, he the prior to the Ripley's Aquarium, he was at Medieval Times and yes. assaulted a man. I was like, this sounds yes. like Jenna in Vancouver. Yes, <laughs> like what I would. He just yeah. goes to different like attractions. Yeah, that's <laughs> wasted. And, like, like when I was reading the story initially, I was like, there's no way any of this happened. Like this yeah. is just a joke. But no. That well, was... it's always like you can like when you just hear it. Like overall, it's funny. Same with the. Cooper story. It's funny. Mm-hmm. Well, obviously, when you get into it, someone's yeah. mentally ill. To be yeah. Yeah. You're like, oh, I don't want to know that part of it. It's yeah. funny that he Buzz jumped kill. <laughs> You're like, oh, this is a human with complex. Yeah, emotions. it's like crime without death. Initially funny, yeah. but then it's like, oh shit, no, you're mentally. You shouldn't Ill. have to apologize for anything. If I was at Ripley's aquarium like it's kind of boring there no offense yeah but then if a guy did that that would make your day yeah mm-hmm. i went on a very awkward date there oh really 
Yeah. With like a a, a fresh person? Was uh, it Tinder? No. It was <laughs> As like, opposed to a spoiled I person. Name. Wait, it, it was, it was with an ex-boyfriend <laughs> okay. who was trying to rekindle things. Oh, okay. And he took me there and I was like so anxious the whole time and like didn't want to be there but I was there. It had to happen. So he like kissed me a couple of times who was and it, it felt like no. I'm not gonna say. So what? like do you remember the part in Girls where she describes her boyfriend it's like kissing your uncle or something? Like yeah. he kissed me a few times and I was like, I just have to endure this. Like, so it was just like bad awful. memories at Ripley's. Yeah, and then on the drive home, he was a very, very bad driver. And I thought, like, because my anxiety was so heightened, I was like thinking I was gonna die the whole way home. And I was just like, I just have to, like, get... so it was the worst date I've ever been on. Jesus Christ. Yeah. Um, if you're gonna go on a date with an ex, like, make sure it's somewhere you can leave if need be, yeah. you know? Like, I was trapped at the Or just yeah. like, at the fucking aquarium. Yeah, like, I had to take a cab home. If we just gone for coffee, I could be like, all right, like, mm-hmm. we'll wrap it or up. Or just don't go on dates with your exes. Yeah. yeah. That's also a good... Yeah, it was a long time ago. Good way to live your, live so your I, life. And it was boring, like, besides the, like... Yeah, like, I mean, it, it's, it's, like, so, okay, it's something to do, but, like, am I completely fascinated by the slightly larger-than-average turtles? No. Yeah. It's fine. <laughs> the sharks aren't even that big either. No. So what you're saying is you're entertained by large creatures. <laughs> like, the zoo is better. There's more variation. It's the same with when I'm watching Planet Earth. Like, I don't want to just watch Blue Planet, because it's just the ocean. I need variation amongst... Like tundra, your grasslands. You know what I mean. I don't. How do you guys feel? I don't like, personally yeah. because I love all of it. Like I could watch like a whole series well, yeah. on like ants. But like, what's know? better, Planet Earth or Blue Planet? Planet Earth, because you got your oceans mm-hmm. and your other things. But I don't think it's because of that necessarily. And I think I like Blue Planet just as much. I think I was just underwhelmed. Like you know, they they opened it and it was this big deal. And I, I don't know what gone. I don't know what I was expecting, mm-hmm. but I just was like, sure. The the best thing about the article about the drunk man was like the quotes from his lawyer or whatever, and it was like yeah. you know he doesn't identify <laughs> as an animal activist. However, he says he doesn't like seeing animals in cages. All like, the quotes are just they're so like weird. reaching for like, yeah, and then yeah, and then there was another one too. Apparently, where he apologized to the judge for wasting his time, and then he left the courthouse and was like, "I uh, don't regret it, and I do it again." Yeah, so yeah. I mean, amen That's to cool. that. That's like a direct quote. Yeah, he's thirty-seven too. I hope I have that much like zest for zest. life. Thirty-seven. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, this is like a twenty-year-old Sonya thing to do. Those days are behind me, oh. but I don't know. I, I have What's respect for What's with all the dumb fucking people in Toronto? Like, the girl throwing the chair out of the window. Yeah. Oh, she just got deleted from the Drake video. Did you guys hear about that? I didn't know she was So, there. So, she was, like, in, she was in Drake's newest song. I don't know the name of it. Um, and people were all pissed. They're like, why are you, like, promoting this girl? Like, she was in the music video, but he's like, I didn't know. Like, it was, like, an accident. He didn't, like, purposely put her in it. What I did she do? She threw a chair out, like, um, out of an apartment building in Toronto, and people, and, like, filmed it. She was, like, some rich, like... And was drunk. She was drunk. And it was high up, so it could have, like, killed Guys, this is why we're all sober now. Yeah. Because we would, we would make one of these stories. Yeah. Yeah. And And then she threw it on the highway, and it was shitty, a shitty thing to do, and everyone hated her. Mm. So Drake just released a video, and she was in it, but I think that was just her job, like, she was in it, so he, like, edited her out of the video. (laughs) How did they even recognize her? She was, like, pretty famous from the uh, Hard Infamous. The okay. chair girl. Anyways. The chair girl. So her career as a video extra. 
That would suck to do something like that, and then just it just like defines your life. You get yeah. taken out of a Drake video for it. Like, <laughs> no, I'm like so glad that we like sort of missed the like social media. We were just vote. below it. Yeah. We just missed it. Like, just yeah. there was a little bit of overlap, but not enough to like really document our failures, lasting <laughs> damage. Yeah, all there is is like photos with like like yeah. pupils. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. That, no, no chairs were thrown, awful. no shark tanks were entered. We're doing pretty good. Yeah. I mean, oh, that, that, just the shark tank thing is so weird. How did he there even get up there? There was a guy that did that at SeaWorld, I think it was. It's like a lower. You can easily get in. It's yeah. um, kind of like a, like a pool. Oh. Like, it's not like, oh, it wasn't like a wall where he, like, race? floated by like a mermaid. Uh, yeah, it's oh. like a big-ass tank, yeah, and, like, another, you could just, like, easily yeah. go in there, yeah. Yeah, because you can pet the one. I actually have. thought of that. I remember being like, you could just go right in there. Like, I can't believe that the restraint all these people are showing. Yeah, imagine if you were drunk thinking. <laughs> exactly. Like, I, I get can, it. I, I totally get <laughs> it. You were like, kind yeah. of like a shithead like that, too. Like, you specifically. 100%. I was jump in the tank. What? Why are you mad? The quote about him not being animal an animal activist who is just so weird because it's like as an animal activist like you wouldn't jump into a tank he and said disturb he doesn't an identify as yeah. Yeah. I, know. I think his lawyer was trying to get him to identify she's yeah. like come on like say this was like a thing and he like wouldn't obviously yeah well and they're talking good for about him how, like, yeah. honestly yeah. yeah he could have been like uh like trying to take that angle yeah. and then but but he was just like no i did it because it's funny or whatever he said yeah, i think they had some researchers that said that it like disturbed the ecosystem mm-hmm. there was um, a uh in that blackfish documentary i'm pretty sure this is much darker but someone like jumped in the orca enclosure and like telecom killed the person yeah i think they were also Good. intoxicated like no <laughs> yeah but they didn't. They're not the ones who kept him there. I know. They were like a. Person but they that paid was meant- to see it. They're they involved in the reason why they're keeping them captive. You, they deserve to die for that. <laughs> I'm not saying they deserve to die. I'm just saying like just saying I'm not. I'm not negatively <laughs> impacted no, by that the story. Was, like, mentally ill and like jumped in the tank. He did it at night too. Like he, so it was like a solo adventure. <laughs> that he yeah, I know it is. It's like a disturbing story because they're not like quite sure what happened. You know those stories. Yeah, like, that's really. And he was scary. like naked, I think, and he was like ripped to pieces. I think his like penis was ripped. Off. Holy I crap! Took him, sure, went maybe. for it. In this day and age, that is like one of the scariest, <laughs> darkest things that getting your penis went when, when no, <laughs> surprisingly no. no. Like everything is documented. We know everything. We can always yeah, figure so everything out. There's so much spooky. information. So when we don't know something, it's just like I know. What do you mean we don't know? Yeah, like someone find out. <laughs> like tell me. There's gonna be footage. There's gonna be like something. We want to know more information about the pee pee poo poo man. Just three sixteen. Get back to that. The feces dumper. You're looking at me like crazy. No, I know, but what? Oh, oh no, I'm just saying. Talked about him. No, I know, but I'm just I'm looping this back in yeah. the sense that I want to know what feces it was. Oh right, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. They they like, won't give us the yes, info, exactly. and we're entitled to it. Yes, that's bullshit. That is true. How is everyone Christmases? <laughs> <laughs> mine was good. I find mine found mine to be kind of odd. Mine was odd. odd too. Yeah. Why? I don't know. I. I don't know if it's like, I don't know. It's because you're sober. I think it's because I was sober and I like didn't. Everyone's like, your first sober Christmas is going to be weird. And I always just think like things don't apply to me because I'm (laughs) self-centered. And I was like, no, I'll be fine. I'm around alcohol all the time. It's like no problem. And then I felt very off the whole time. I didn't want to drink or like do drugs or anything. I just like. 
felt disconnected from everything. And I was like, oh, it probably did affect me. I read, like, a tweet today, and it was literally some guy being like, did you go home for Christmas this year and just feel kind of, like, weird and, like, maybe even a little bit bored? Yeah, that's how all adults feel. Welcome to Christmas as an adult. And I was like, shit, that's how I felt this year. (laughs) Yeah, I felt like It was weird. I felt kind of, like, antisocial, and then I felt guilty for, like, feeling that way. I'm like, I should be, like, Same. so grateful for this these moments, and I'm like, I kind of just want to be alone, and yeah. then I felt guilty about feeling that way. And I, I know, like, and I had my time off, too, and I was like, I really just want to, like, hang out with, like, Dylan and my friends, and, like, I don't want to go to my family shit. Like, I just want to go back to his house. It, it, it honestly is hard, because, like, everyone else is drinking, having a great time, and mm-hmm. you're just like, I'm having a okay time. Yeah. <laughs> I guess I like took that for granted that it kind of like keeps you in the fun. It does. Like there's no getting around it. It's it's kind of dull sometimes. It's a, it's a yeah. factor. And, and normally you can like go home and like it's like oh I have to spend like two days here like observing. Mm-hmm. And like I really just want to watch Netflix and like hang. Yeah, it's not. It doesn't feel very relaxing. Like when you have two days off, usually you're like fuck yeah. But like Christmas, it's like you have to like dress in like a nice outfit and like sit there <laughs> and like be on the whole time, yeah. which is like a lot. So what are you in school for? Oh yeah, <laughs> <laughs> like, classic. What are you How gonna do with that? How many courses do you have left? I'm like I don't want to think about. That. I know. I said to more than one person. I'm like I don't want to talk no, about. No, 100. percent I do so it all the time. I'm like honestly, I don't really want to talk about my research. Like. <laughs> Yeah. Just don't. It's also too for me. Um, oh, is it cold up there up north? How cold is it? I'm like colder than here. Like, what the fuck else do you want me to say You're about it? You're gonna be progressively like, more mean to the person asking you. Who just like I'm just gonna be like frigid. Yeah. Next, like, fuck. I don't. It's like how, how cold do you think it is? Look it up on your phone. Like, why am I like the communication of the north to you? Like, you are. I don't know what else to ask. I guess it's a small talk. With yeah, your like yeah. dear family members. Well, speaking of Christmas, Amazon. Okay, Amazon was a big part of everyone's Christmas. So I read this really interesting story in the Toronto Star. It was the front page. It was right before Christmas. And it was, it's actually really funny. Um, I don't know if you guys saw it. He's on the cover, like, someone said it looked like Sasquatch. Um, but he went undercover as an Amazon delivery guy. And he wanted to understand, I guess, how they do one day delivery, right? And, um... Basically, they're just, like, obviously, like, really exploited. (laughs) Like, they subcontract out these uh, delivery companies, and you just work 10-hour days and everything. They have these little things called, um, not butterfly, what is it called? It's the little machine that they're all, they know their routes through, and they know it, like, tracks them the whole time. Okay. And it, like, budgets in, like, a 15-minute break, for example. But it's, like, so second-to-second second that, of course, if, like, someone has a long driveway or, like, you miss a turn or, like, you have to pee, it doesn't ca- take that into account. Yeah. So oh. that's just, like, all on you. <clears throat> and, um, like, he, his, his training wasn't paid for. And, like, um, I don't know. It, it, it's all very precarious. And uh, I think... I know when they first started doing one day delivery, it was so insane. It was yeah. just like something would just show up in your doorstep one the next of life's day. Great mystery. I was. <laughs> <laughs> I remember being like, "How the fuck did that happen?" Uh-huh. And sometimes I get it the same day. I guess because we live so close to the to the fulfillment yeah. center. I guess, yeah. but even then, I just feel like it shouldn't be. Like I feel like no. this is not good. And now I'm like, weird. now I'm like, like 
uh, spoiled by it. Like, I'm like, what is this three to five day? Del- like, I won't buy mm. stuff anymore because I'm like, I have to wait three days for it to arrive. Like, really? no. Like, because so I'm just so used to it, like, coming the next day. Yeah, like, um, it was talking about Jeff Bezos, uh, like, the background of the company. Apparently, he was thinking about calling it Relentless. <laughs> instead of Amazon. That's, oh god, that's that's scary. scary. Yeah. I wish they did because that would have been so much more in your face. Mm-hmm. But uh, he he thought of this right when back when everyone thought he would be it was crazy like oh, you know imagine one day delivery you 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 order something online it comes that day and I was like who the fuck thinks of that like you're an mm-hmm. asshole mm-hmm. like never once have I been like you know I, I imagine a perfect world where you can order a package it's always bullshit like Q-tips or like mm-hmm. um a, an egg poacher whatever it's nothing anyone needs to get in one day mm-hmm. and it's just like we're like changing the fabric of society just because it wasn't convenient enough mm-hmm. we yeah. already have everything at our fingertips not enough not not good enough for jeff bezos like yeah. it's terrible we're all just gonna be like useless soon yeah. because we're gonna be so used to having everything ready for us there's been articles too on like people complaining about amazon drivers as well like so many articles on it because there's Apparently, so many crashes, and they just drive like insane people because they have to get to the next point. Places on they're all getting huge. And like on one hand, I'm like, yeah, they have places to be. But on another hand, I'm like, well, like when I need to be places quickly, I don't crash into. But what if your livelihood depended on it, and you have to like feed it? I could see that being like. Yeah, but I mean, like, would you like disobey the law because your livelihood depended on it? You do in a like, car where you're risking other thing. people's lives. Well, like lives? I mean, like I, I think that I'm not saying it's like right, but I think that more lies in that corporation, like putting people into situations where they feel like they need to. Like, what if you have a family to feed? It's Christmas. No. Yeah. I don't not get it. And you're not I'm just like saying, I'm gonna make like, the moral choice. You don't think you're gonna crash? Like you've sped before. You're not mm-hmm. thinking like I'm gonna kill all these people. Like it's more mm-hmm. of it's not as like yeah, but it's like reckless. It's not just like speeding. It's like reckless driving where. It's just, like, they have a goal, they go for it, and it's, like, to me, that says you're a shitty driver, not that, like, it's not necessarily, like, a time thing. Like, that's obviously a factor in it, but it's, like, I don't think it should be entirely blamed on the fact that they need to get somewhere quickly. You don't have to drive, like, an asshole to get somewhere quickly. I think I think it's a product of the environment and, like, capitalism at its finest, so it's, mm-hmm. like, making everything the most efficient as possible, and, like... Maybe they're absolutely exhausted again, and like oh yeah, they probably are. I don't know. I mean, like my job is not, was not like nearly as bad as that at all. But like I would wake up at like six a.m. to drive for like twelve hours and barely and like be falling asleep at the wheel and like being like oh shit, I almost like missed that turn. But it's like because it's my job and like my duty to do you this. Expected to, mm-hmm. and they'll find but someone else that will do that. We're honestly. Going back to just, like, being consumers, we're all just lazy pieces of shit, and it's just getting worse. Mm-hmm. And, like, there are so many Jeff Bozos. What's his name? <laughs> <laughs> I like that a lot better than Jeff Bozos. Jeff Bozos. Like, honestly, I don't know. It's just, it's so depressing. It's like, such a this... male mentality. Like, yeah. not good enough that you can just basically get whatever you want whenever yes. you want it. I need it today, and I need yeah. it delivered to my door Fuck you. But I mean, I, like, it's just going to get worse. As, like, he thought that we needed that as much as there was a hole in the market for that. He knew that he would make a lot of money if he was the first one to achieve that. I don't know if he necessarily was like, it's ridiculous, we don't have this. He was saying, if I can achieve that, I will be fucking Why rich. Yeah, no, uh, uh, you're, you're like, you're absolutely right. 
Uh, they can't because every time they they actually touched on that in the paper when uh, uh, you know, company a driving company unionizes, they're just like, well, fuck you, we're gonna go with this guy who's not unionized. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um. So uh, and they did talk about the time constraints and how drivers would like feel really pressured to to make the drop offs at a certain time and in the winter it's like. They had the that ice storm in November, right? And they didn't have winter tires on yet. And they're mm-hmm. like, get out there and mm-hmm. fucking mm-hmm. deliver these fucking packages because not... Bob and Susie need their whatever. That was like, right Jack and Jill like need their condoms. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry? I think that was quite close to Prime Day, too. What's well, Prime oh, Day? It's like a day. I think it's November that Amazon does like a bunch of sales. Oh. It's called, like, Prime Day. Like, if you have a Prime membership, you get, like, access to mm. a bunch of deals. Another interesting thing they talked about was... Because I remember people saying, what is the effect on the environment? Because at first they were like, well, it's probably better because the routes might be more, like, efficient or whatever than you going to the store to get stuff. But in this paper, they said that <clears throat> the research is probably saying, no, it's worse because... Because it's people buying shit they don't need. Yeah, and, like, one at a time, and it's like, you know, you go to the mm. store, you're gonna get everything, and uh-huh. if you forget something, like, well, too fucking bad. But uh-huh. now it's like, oh, I also want, you know, mm-hmm. like a coffee cup. And then it's, like, one after the other, and the way they ship it is based on what's efficient for Amazon, obviously, not mm-hmm. what's good for the environment, obviously. True. So they just kind of, like, are... <laughs> we've just got these, uh drivers driving around dropping one thing off after another it just like eliminates the sense of like community as well it's like oh i ran out of eggs i need one for baking like you used to be able to just go to your neighbor's house Mm -hmm. and like knock on their door you know and now you're like oh i need to order three boxes from hello fresh or whatever it's like no one leaves their house anymore that's that's another one of my concerns is that a lot of people seem to, like, go to work, come home, and, like, that's it. Mm-hmm. And then, like, they're too tired to do anything. You don't even need to go to the store anymore, so mm-hmm. you're not going to see anyone. And then, like, I don't know, on the weekend you get fucked up. But, like, it's a very dark world we're creating. <laughs> I will say creepy. just on, like, a positive note in my own experience is that I don't drive. So delivery things like that are, like, truly very helpful for me. Mm-hmm. In some, like, there's obviously sometimes I'm being a lazy piece of shit, and it's, like, I can walk to the superstore, but when it's fucking freezing or I have to order something like cat litter or whatever it is mm-hmm. kind of helpful for me and yeah. I and I have to imagine if I lived alone a lot more so for like an elderly person yeah or disabled sure. or person. me like I have a DUI <laughs> 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 or disabled <laughs> <people. laughs> I can't access the computers or know how to use it my Nana but referred to Spotify's Uber the other day so <laughs> she what my Nana was like oh like turn off this song on Uber and oh like, that's cute Spotify now that's very cute. Yeah, it is very like but, yeah. sad times we're in. Yeah, I mean it's it there is like benefits to it, obviously. Mm-hmm. But yeah, like yeah, I, I definitely order stuff. That day. Like, there's been times <laughs> I ran out of food and I had it that day, and that was mm-hmm. helpful. It's really great for, t- <gasps> for It's really great Where? for textbooks too. Like you can get them so much fucking cheaper on Amazon. Yeah. yeah. But they, they sell them at a loss, right? So they, they can afford to basically undercut their competition and sell mm-hmm. them. But, like, yeah, no, I agree. It's great. Like, Yeah, and that's the thing. Like, I've had my mom before be like, well, you should buy your stuff at the farmer's market. I'm like, I like can't afford to. So it's mm-hmm. like, like, 
it's like sometimes it's, I am going to Walmart because I don't fucking have the money to like yeah. shop ethically. Walmart is <laughs> cheapest groceries, yeah. and I go there because it's cheaper, and yeah. uh, I don't like it. But I'm not going to solve the problems of the system by myself. So yeah, I feel yeah. like it's the whole economic suffer? system. It's like <laughs> yeah. the things that are most accessible to like certain wage brackets are usually the worst for you. The more inexpensive they are, and the things that create the most harm on the environment. And all that packaging, you know? Well, yeah. <laughs> Ainsley, you hate the packaging. Packaging I, the I remember getting yeah. Snapchats from you being like, what the fuck is this shit? You'd open this giant box and there'd be like a tiny A little... tiny thing with like 90 like air sealed packages. And I'm like, this is literally a metal ruler. Like, <laughs> it, it seems like on purpose. So I'm like, I'm like, yeah. I'm like trolling. I, I ordered filters for my work. Like I work at an HVAC company. Um... So, like, I'll order, like, belts. They're, like, small and, like, a bunch of filters. And they individually wrap every one, like, with tons of plastic. And they, they're filters. They're fucking soft. They don't need to be wrapped. And the belts are, like, in giant plastic packages. That's individually, so it makes no sense. Like, they don't need to be protected from one another. And, like, I don't know. It's pretty, like, wasteful. Like, giant plastic, thick plastic bags for, like, a, a belt, like, this size. It is so strange, the whole packaging situation. I don't, I don't even get, get why it. it's cost efficient for or effective for the company. No. Like why? The cardboard probably is negligible, and it's just a matter of getting something out quickly. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Over maybe Amazon workers are pranking us. Maybe the end. We have, we have to get have <laughs> hashtag, <laughs> hashtag defund CBC <laughs> trending. Well, oh. was trending yesterday, <laughs> right? Oh. Yes. Um. So apparently, Home Alone was playing on the CBC, and they cut to. out. It doesn't matter. It's, second, it's no. the second one. It's Home Alone 2. No, please correct me. Home Alone 2. Yeah. So there's a cameo with uh, our favorite Donald our Trump. Our favorite orange man. Teachers and Trump men. Teachers and Trump men. And uh, everyone was really pissed off about it on Twitter because they thought that the CBC did it out of political... So I, I feel stupid and gullible because at first I was like, oh my god, they did that? Mm-hmm. Just because the C- it's the CBC so, and I have such like little faith in them at this point that I was stupid enough to think that they actually did that. But then I looked it up and quickly realized that they just did it to uh, make room for commercials. And didn't they do it in 2015? That's what they were saying. They said that they yeah. did it a long time ago and that they just noticed now. I wonder who started this or how this even took off. And there are they must the dumbest. Have been, like, waiting for the cameo and like realized it didn't. Happen. And then yeah. someone was like, "Wait a minute, yeah, where's Trump?" Yeah. Like I can't even see them like do it. Like why would they do that even like as a political statement? Like he exists. It's not like yeah. promoting him. Like I, that seems like a... no. It's 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 crazy. I know. I don't know. <laughs> no, yeah, I can see like why you do leave, but also it's like that's not even really a statement to remove him no. from something. Like it's like. A... And it's literally like. 10 seconds he says like one thing to him and like gives him like a 20 or something isn't it i don't know i did read something about him like wait and this was people on it was on like cbc but like on tv mm-hmm. yeah Not, okay yeah i mean like <laughs> like honestly wait. the cbc is such a like we- it, they're just so weird that I could believe it too. That's what. That's all I'm saying. It's like I, I wish I could remember what I'm thinking of. I know there was a couple things they did that I was like, "What are you doing, CBC?" And then th- then this happened. That's why I thought yeah. they were up to their old tricks. But even some of their articles I read, and I'm like, "How do you even have integrity as a journalist right now? Like, what have you just written?" <laughs> so the so I found that article of what I was like talking about earlier. That so if you film on one of Trump's 
properties, he'd insist on a cameo. That's why he's in so many things. Because oh. they film at, like, the Trump Hotel or whatever. That's I know, I'm, like, off the top of my head, I remember him being in Sex in the City. And it's always, like, really, like, out of place that he's, like, there. Like, is that Donald Trump? Yeah, it's, like, really <laughs> self-indulgent. And people are always, like, very excited to see him yeah. in a way, like, you might not be. I guess now it would be kind of exciting, but. That's uh, interesting. That's very Trump. Like, it's very calculated and, like, smart if that's what you're trying to do. Like, get, Mm -hmm. I don't know, attention, which is all he wants, I guess. Um, And he is, you know, full of himself. So, Ainsley, what's going on in Sudbury? Yeah, there was that story of the pharmacist woman who forged... Yeah, she was working as a pharmacist and forged over, like, two... I think it was almost 300 prescriptions for fentanyl patches was I don't even know if she was like doling them out she must have been because there's no way she could take that much fentanyl yeah and she finally got caught so she was, was like millions of dollars worth of fentanyl so she was selling these fake I was like that crazy guy who was like a like a gynecologist like whatever surgeon and he was like like sterilizing women and like it was fucked it happened recently in Canada and he got charged and shit, but it was fucked. And he literally, like, there were, like, all these women coming forward being like, yeah, he literally cut my clitoris off. Mm-hmm. And it wasn't involved in any surgery. And he was just doing all this fucked up shit. In Canada? I'm pretty sure, yeah. That's crazy. <laughs> it was nuts. Wait, it was yeah, who, nuts. Is, who is this? I can't remember. It's was like it a my little... gynecology experience in Mississauga? Yeah, because Jesus. it sounds quite similar. Did you get your clit cut off? No. <laughs> Where Still is intact. <laughs> Honestly, male gynecologist. He told no. me I had a really horrible experience at this. Like, it was. I won't say too much. Like, basically, like hurt me. Uh, I I really can't say much without disclosing. But and then he was just like, "Don't worry. Like, you'll begin to love the pain." And what? said that to me. And then he told me that like so many women come in who don't take responsibility for like their body and whatever and I was like excuse me we take all the responsibility always my friend told me a story about something like a doctor saying something very creepy to her recently and she like laughingly told me and I was just like that's so horrifying Mm -hmm. not that like she that's her own reaction she's allowed to but I was just like oh they're just everywhere I know like that's why I don't I want to find a fucking female doctor Mm -hmm. and like I know 100% 100% has to be female. No way. There's something like, off-putting about a guy wanting to be a Yeah, like, do fucking something else. Yeah. Like, I'm not even joking. That pisses me mm-hmm. off. Like, why? Yeah. Imagine going on a date with a guy and he tells you he's a gynecologist. Mm-hmm. What do you think about that? It's just, like... Well, what are you supposed <clears throat> to do? What are you supposed to say? I, guess I honestly... Like, there's, like, a good reason you fell into it. But, but like, like, how? Yeah. And I just... I honestly feel like it's just, like, men being entitled and being like, oh, I know, like, the anatomy... Like, the female yeah. anatomy. Uh, and they technically do probably know more about it than you, and that's just kind of, <laughs> like, frustrating and, like, not... <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I like, found it. <clears throat> it was North York. And he, he was also giving, um... Like, he was inducing pregnant mothers without their consent so that he could get more pregnancies done and make more money. Oh, wow. And, like, he was doing all this sketchy shit and, like, doing, like, hack jobs on their vaginas and shit. Um, Paul Schuen. 30 years as as an obstetrician. Wow. In the North York Hospital. See, that's the problem, because we have single payer, which people think is, like, universal health care, but it isn't exactly, because mm. they still make money, they just build the province, so they're still incentivized to, like, 
see as many people as possible. Like, I don't know. My doctor right now, it's just like you're in and out as quickly as possible. He's not like bad per se, but I don't exactly feel like I'm getting <laughs> top my, care. My family know? doctor had a sign on the door saying one issue per visit. Yeah, I've and seen that like, before. My mom would come in with a list and be like, I don't care. <laughs> Jenna, here's the list I made for you. I, like, I realize that they have a lot of demands on them, too. Like, apparently being a doctor sucks now because they just have to do, like, so much paperwork. Yeah. And They're, like, always trying to, like, not get sued and, like, everything. Yeah, they have to document it. Well, also, it's probably, like, a bureaucratic thing in terms of, like, having the data. So they have to make sure everything is recorded so they mm-hmm. can, like, send it to the higher-ups and they can, mm-hmm. I don't know, decide... <laughs> how to like allocate funds i understand it's done with good intentions but i don't know it seems like sometimes i was trying to like decide if i should switch doctors because i'm finding like struggling with that with my doctor and like i used like she's fine i guess but like she's not listening a lot of the time and i understand she has like time constraints but last time i went in i was like my therapist told me to come here because she thinks I should be on a different medication. And then she, like, after she's like, have you thought about, like, going to therapy? And I was just like, like okay. <laughs> so, like, I can just tell her what medications I want, and she'll give them to me. And I, like, obviously that's, like, problematic. Yeah. Like, every time I'm like, remember, I'm a drug addict. And, like, she'll be like, okay, and then, like, forget again. And I'm like, she's not, like, looking. Luckily, I am, like, comfortable taking care of that. But, like, if I wasn't. It's pretty sketchy. Like, if she's, like offering me these things that I'm not comfortable taking. I don't know. So I was going to switch doctors, but I'm like, it seems like they're all just kind of like that now. So I don't It's know. hard to find a good one. Mm-hmm. I found a sick doctor in Sudbury, actually. Really? A sick family doctor. Literally just called someone. They were like, yeah, you can come in tomorrow. Is I was like, what? man or a woman? It's a man. But he's like a little bit younger and he's shorter than me, so I don't feel intimidated by him. <laughs> And I went in... shorter than you? Mm -hmm. You're, like, my height. Mm. Wow. What? And I went in to talk about because I, like, my periods were being, like, six, seven weeks apart. And I was, like, thyroid... I'm pretty sure it was just thyroid shit. But I went in there to, like, talk about periods. And he was, like, oh, okay. And I was, like, that was super easy. Especially for, like, the first time you see me. I'm, like, periods! (laughs) You know what I mean? But he's really cool. I, I I would feel, like, embarrassed to talk about my period to my doctor. He's male. Mm-hmm. Not that he like says it or does anything bad. I just like wouldn't want to <laughs> be like yeah. oh, my period. <laughs> Nobody's really sweet and like it's they're part of like a like a conglomerate kind of thing. I guess you could say where it's like they have like a dietitian. It's like a doctor, like a dietitian, a nutritionist, and like a nurse oh, practitioner. Oh, well, my mom keeps at, telling like, me to go to one of those, like a yeah. health team. Yeah, she so, keeps saying to go to nurse practitioners because they are allot- allotted, like, half an hour to a doctor's 15 minutes. Mm-hmm. So she said if you can get a nurse practitioner, it's, like, better for yeah, you. Yeah, and, like, immediately, too, when he came into the room, he was like, yeah, so, like, I'm just going to ask you a few questions if you feel uncomfortable, like, blah, blah, blah. And he was like, we have um, a female nurse practitioner, too, so, like, at any time, if you would rather talk to a woman or, like, have a woman, like, do something, just let me know. Like, it's no bother at all. You can even set up just appointments with her if you just want to like have that and I was like that's I really appreciate that's this. great I went to the doctor <laughs> like, once and he was, was like weird <laughs> you should do a pap smear and I was like okay I will and then he was like okay let's do it now and I was like wait what uh okay I guess and then he was like uh I guess you can legally have like a woman in the room if it makes you feel comfortable and I was like yeah sure like I, that would make me feel more comfortable and he just seemed so annoyed by that yeah. and he was just like oh, like okay and just like 
I don't know. I was like, fuck you, man. Like, I, let mm. me pull out your dick and examine it and see yeah. how you like it. Yeah. <laughs> like, like, have, like there's have no a sensitivity of... towards it. And it's like, that's part of being a doctor, your bedside manner. You totally. Know I mean? Like, that's half of the job, really. Like, you kind of have to be cordial to people when they're talking about their genitals. <laughs> like, yeah. Like, I would understand if a, I would understand if a man doesn't want me to look at his dick. And, yeah. like, surely you could understand the other way around. They, anyway, they can't understand. CBC <laughs> has a point-counterpoint. Um, it's called, I worked hard to raise a feminist daughter, but her racy online selfies make me feel I failed. So a mother and a daughter talk about what they believe modern feminism is. And uh, the mother basically felt um, sad because she saw her teenage daughter's social media and saw the quote here as pouty-faced selfies, um, posing Sports Illustrated style on a jet ski in her bikini, brandishing her middle finger at the camera with a smirk on her face. Um, She talks about having taken her to like women's rights marches and trying to cultivate an independent spirit in her. But I guess the daughter thinks of feminism more as, um, I guess, doing whatever you want to do. Um, yeah, finding empowerment in literally anything you do as a woman. Like, the, in the daughter's words, when, I'm, when my mother confronted me with the pictures on my Instagram, I thought, what's the issue? It's not that big a deal. Um, everyone posts photos like How this. How old is she? She looks like 10. Uh, 15. Uh, 15 years old. Uh, she says, my post on social media doesn't define me. Um, am I a feminist? I don't know. The fact is that feminism today is too difficult to define. Everyone has a different perspective on what it means, so on and so forth. Um, she makes the point, would a boy sitting on a jet ski be punished for looking too sexy? Um, uh, it's not... So, now that I'm reading this more, it's not actually really two feminism... Mm-hmm. Two points on feminism. It's the mom, I guess, is more of a feminist than the daughter isn't, and she's a bit, um... I guess they're just talking about that. I like, I feel like I really sympathize with the daughter in the sense that like, I cannot imagine growing up in this climate. As we said, like we just were at like the cusp of when like social media, like we were the first generation for like MSN and stuff like that. (laughs) So I feel like I would just be so, so confused. And especially because we have all this like liberal rhetoric bullshit by like libtards (laughs) who are just like saying, Oh no, like do whatever you want. And like being sexy, like, it's a good thing and like you're not Mm -hmm. as long as like you feel good about it but I just I mean like and then I sympathize with a mom and I'm just I'm really afraid to have kids these Mm days um yeah I think they're both right yeah both ways yeah especially because she is 15 so then there's the whole point of like she's not actually making like a completely informed decision Mm -hmm. so there's that but she's also right that like a man or a boy would not be criticized as harshly well i actually i wonder about that now because you know if my son was like posing seductively in a picture yeah i would be kind of like what are you doing yeah. do you know what i mean like obviously the standards are different between boys and girls for what is considered revealing but i think i would be just as kind of i don't know so would i <laughs> i don't know if disappointed is the right word but just kind of like like i think there's a wishing... difference between being in a bathing suit and just doing things you would regularly do and being in a bathing suit and sitting on like a jet ski being like uh, I'm on a jet ski you know like yeah well a it's like I think there is a difference but I don't know if that the point being that should she be allowed to do it anyways regardless of if it's sexy or not 
No, of course she should be allowed to. She should definitely be allowed to, but honestly, if I was a mom, would I want my daughter doing that? No, I wouldn't. No, if, oh, well, no. no, and also just on a safety level, there's then, that whole yeah. thing. As much as, like, I'm empowered, but it's like you're also... Same with, like, the you should be able to wear whatever you want, but I also have to protect myself. It's not my responsibility to not get raped, but I can do things to make myself safer. Because it's just the reality that we live in a society where the pedophiles could go after this girl. Mm. As much as you want to be like, do whatever you want, there's very real threats out there. Mm. So It's it, also like those videos like I see on Instagram sometimes if I like go on Explore and I'm like, hmm, what's happening today? And there's some of them are like weird TikTok videos of like 16 year old boys without shirts on and they're like... <laughs> and I'm like, the what is weird. that? I hate it, and it's like the same as like girls like being like, "Uh," it's the exact same thing, and I feel equally as uncomfortable by it. I'm like, oh, stop! It's definitely not good that they can post these pictures of themselves and put them on the internet. Like Mm -hmm. back then, you know, if you were 15 and you made out with a guy, like whatever, right? That's what you do when you're a teenager. But this is like the consequences are much greater. Like, the, the consequences for your mistakes now are, like, so permanent and mm-hmm. so, like, mm-hmm. like permanent, quote-unquote. But, like, before you fuck up and that's it, you fucked up, hopefully. Obviously, there's different cases, but now it's, like, yeah. that shit is out there forever. Because it's not just in people's memories where you're, like, waiting for them to forget. It's, like, no, there's hard evidence People that will forget. never go away. <laughs> like, <laughs> and, like, I'm so grateful that, like, my decisions I made at that age are not, like, mm-hmm. public and, like, the shitty mistakes I made. And We live in dark times. <laughs> yeah. That's the conclusion. Like, I would feel terrible if I had a daughter and she was just, like, being, like, a sexy Instagram girl. I'd be like, oh, God. It would be very challenging. And, yeah, how do you even navigate that? Because if you continue to criticize her, like, the further you're going to push her away from me. Kids always want to do what their parents hate. Exactly. Exactly. Like, I'm a prime example. Well, first first of all, when I have kids, like... I'm not paying for them to have a cell phone. It's like, if you want to have a phone, you can get a job and you can pay for it yourself. And if you can't pay for it, then I'm not doing it. So I'm not... But if they'll they still go have on... access to social media. Like, no, I know that. Like, all schools on laptops. No, I, I like, 100% know that. But I'm not going to buy them the things that would make them access it more. I'm not going to provide them with a phone so they can just sit there and be on a phone all the time. It's like, you want a phone, you can go get a job and get one yourself. And it's just, like, all you can really do at that age, too, is just, like, inform them of danger, of presenting yourself in a certain way, and then hope for the best, you know? Like, you can't really do anything unless you're going to lock them in, like, a fucking cage or something. <laughs> like, um, One time, <laughs> uh, my mom found out that I lost my virginity because I went to print off... Uh, a Facebook fight between me and one of my friends and she called me a whore who lost her virginity on the second date with a guy and I went to print it off because I didn't have a phone at the time or something I can't remember 
And, you know, I had to tell my immediate friends immediately and <laughs> to read them this discussion. School. So I went, <laughs> to, I went to print it and then, like, the printer didn't work. And then I left and then I came home with it printed out on the kitchen table and my mom and my stepfather uh-huh. looking at me being like, Jen, can we talk about this? And then I burst into tears and burned it. And then, yeah, I did that. I guess it was very dramatic. And then we never talked about it again. And it was like... That's like out of a movie. Yeah. It was so horrible. (laughs) It was horrible. I don't even understand how our parents were coping with the fact that they knew that we were having sex and stuff like that. I know. And when you see kids that are that age, I'm like, that's a little baby baby. child. It's like, I can't. I know. I was like, I was like doing like drugs at that age. I'm like this little baby. Innocent. Yeah. It's so scary. And like, we all thought we were like so prepared for all of our choices. And it's like, it's funny. I felt like I was 20 when I was 15 and now that I'm 29, I feel like I'm like 18. Yeah, Do you know what I mean? No, I'm like, no, you don't know everything, and it's so scary. Adolescents are so stupid. Yeah, like shouldn't be having sex. I know, so and stupid. it's shouldn't scary. Have sex till you're like 23. I know. Honestly. Yeah, it, it, it's crazy too because um, teenagers, teenage boys, apparently in particular, like the part of their brain that's responsible for compassion. Maybe it's their amygdala. I don't know. Apparently, it's like you know, weaker or something uh-huh. like that. And that's why they're so fucking, they're such little pieces of shit. Uh-huh. And it's like, that's so scary. Like these little horny devils with yeah. like less empathy. are like, like no control over their sex drive. Going Shooting out there. Sperm everywhere. Yeah. It's just... And then these girls who like want so badly to be accepted by these little horny yeah. devils. So they'll do anything. Yeah. It's to. terrible. It's like the recipe for like, Oh, it's the recipe for depression for the rest of your life. <laughs> oh yeah, like, no. For sure. I think about too. Like if I like chaos. a lot. Like I was, I think I was fourteen when I lost my virginity, or fifteen. And like my boyfriend at the time was eighteen. And at the time, I'm like, yeah, we're like this. But when I see an eighteen-year-old compared to like a fourteen-year-old, I'm like, no, those are vastly different. Like I know. Ages. Yeah, yeah. But at the time, it was like, yeah, and like no one seemed to care about. But I'm like, no, those are like very different development beginning of high school versus end of high school think yeah. of how different you They're were like kids and i remember like it, it popped into my brain specifically because you guys know who that person was but i was like i was shorter than them like in that relationship now i am now like significantly taller, taller. <laughs> so you were still developing <laughs> yes! yeah. i literally had this thought the other day because i saw that person and i was like i'm like much taller than him and i was shorter than him when i dated him and i'm like so i was having up. sex when i wasn't fully tall like that's so <laughs> that's a dark thought yeah i thought it was just like last scary. week i was like still a child <laughs> just like so creepy not on his part. I mean, that was like whatever. Having but. children is just gonna be so fucking terrifying. Yeah. Like all, like all you can do is hope that they like being at home. That's you have to just hope they don't die. Like yeah. they're gonna do those things. You just have to hope they're not the kid that yeah. dies over it, or like it's permanently. Like I mean, we all did get permanently fucked. <laughs> <laughs> but just mentally. Yeah, just mentally, we're still here to talk about it. It's weird. All right. Well. Thanks for listening. <laughs> <laughs>